Can I get a oh yeah? Welcome to Podcast My Brand, where we help you launch your branded podcast, get better at the craft of podcasting, grow your audience, and make cash from your show. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor of Podcast Town. Let's get to it. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Jeremy, how are you, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great today, brother. I'm, I'm stoked to get a chance to uh, chat with you. Awesome. So we like to get right to it. But before we dig in, can I get an oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to do my best Kool-Aid man voice. Awesome. So, Jeremy, tell us about your podcast. So uh, my podcast is called the Create Your Own Life Show. Um, I interview uh, world-class performers, uh, former um, Hall of Famers, professional athletes, platinum recording artists. I'm really trying to figure out like what makes somebody extraordinary at what they do. Got it. So um, how old is that podcast? I understand it's, it's, it's kind of old. It, it's like the, a dinosaur in podcast years. You know, which is wild because I talked to somebody the other day. Like, yeah, I've been in podcasting since 2004. I'm like, whoa, dude. Um, like I thought 2015 was a long time. So my first version of my show, um, which is called Rock Your Life and somebody else had already like trademarked and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't know what a microphone was. So like that was in uh, April of 2014. I quit that in like two months. This current version was launched in on uh, November 20th of 2015 is when the current show launched. Now, is it a is it a daily show weekly or? So it's three times a week, and I'm actually even considering now um, even stepping it back a little bit to maybe twice a week because I, I originally did five days a week. And as, a, as the business grew, as life grew and everything else, I find that like I'm doing a ton of interviews. So like it's, it's I'm a kind of at a point where like it's either go down to two days a week or hire a prep team. But at the same time, I like preparing myself because I, I just think it really adds to the interview if it's my viewpoint looking at things. Now, this next question is going to be hard for you, Jeremy, because I, there are going to be a lot of these. But Tell me about um, a bit of podcast rain that has happened to you. Podcast rain is something that's happened to you, for you, or through you because of your show. Podcast rain, podcast rain. Oh, um, it's the worst Prince impression ever. Um, you know, like I get like free stuff, which is kind of cool. Like people like mail me books, which is interesting and, and things like that. So I get a lot of really cool free stuff. I'm not expecting tickets to concerts. So I, there's not really one in particular because there's just been, wow, that was kind of cool. So like I just get lots of free stuff and lots of advanced copies of books. Sometimes I don't ask for them and I'm trying to figure out how they arrive at my house because it's not public knowledge, but you know, is what it is. Got it. Now, one of the things I love about doing this show, Jeremy, is because is I love having fun. Are you ready to, to play our first game? Let's do it, man. This is called Guess That. I am thinking of a person, place, or thing. And your job in life, in this moment, Jeremy, is to think of what that person, place, or thing is. Are you ready? That's hard. Yeah. Do I get clues? That sounds really hard. You do not get clues, but I'll tell you that it is a thing. It's a thing. It's a spork. <laughs> it's not a spork. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a microphone. It is not a microphone, but you're you're close. You're you're warm. So, so is this like strike three? I'm out if I don't get this one. Is that how it works? Nope. 
Okay. Um, it is a camera. It is not a camera. Headphones. Very close, but no cigar. Earbuds. Even closer, but not quite. Damn. Uh, you're, I when know. I say you're close, I mean you are red hot. You actually named a couple of things that are AirPods. very, very, very closely related to this thing. AirPods. Not AirPods. An interface. Not an interface. A Rodecaster Pro. Not a Rodecaster Pro, but it starts with an R. Uh, oh man, radio. Whoa! <laughs> All right, man. Awesome. Um, so <laughs> I don't know how to like, pull that out. <laughs> I always get a kick out of when people get get it correct. It's like a thing. It's sort of like going to a sports uh arena and throwing a t shirt out. Even the even the grown people are like all about getting that free t shirt. I so I watched a guy at a Devils game try to catch a. Uh, I'm in New Jersey. I watched a guy at a Devils game try to catch a free T-shirt and fall into the next deck below him and luckily not hurt himself. Holy moly! <laughs> <laughs> That's commitment, man. Now talking. Uh, speaking of hurting yourself, there are more and more people that are starting podcasts and getting into the podcast game. How do you get better as a podcaster? So one of the things is don't listen to other podcasters to see what they do, because I, I, I find that the best way to be better at what you do is like, number one, like if you're an interviewer, I'm, I'm coming from this at the interviewer viewpoint, because that's what I, what I do. I've looked at a lot of people that I think are really great interviewers. And I mean, people, people like Larry King, um, Oprah is an incredible interviewer, like people like that. And I see what they do to get more out of a conversation. So that's one part of it. The other part of it is just having more and more and more conversations. Like I find that interviewing, like you get better at it by doing more interviews because you get kind of this sixth sense around like what to ask and when to ask it. And I think as well, a lot of people like really stress the first question, meaning like not, not the first question in the interview, but like when they have, if, let's say they have like pre-written questions, right? They'll really stress those particular questions when act in actuality, those questions are just setups for what you're going to ask once you learn more about it from the conversation. Like the follow-up questions are, are way more powerful. So what, what would be one of the, the top tips to interviewing better? Like how, what makes a good interview? Number one is just listening. As, as crazy as that sounds, I find far too often people are like, so I always keep a, a, a pad and paper next to me. So like, Let's say you say something and it brings up a thought for me that I want to talk about. I'm going to write it down. Reason being is I'm going to stop listening to you when I try to remember that thing and not drop that thing and not forget that thing. So like I find that it really ruins the conversation because here you may come up with that follow-up question, but in your answer, you may keep going and come up with something even better that I'm now going to ignore because I was trying to remember that follow-up question. So it's as simple as like keeping a pad and paper next to you and jotting down your thoughts as they come to you. Because you're going to stop listening to the person that's communicating to you. That is a very, 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 with three varies, great tip. Thank you. Thanks, for that. man. It's, it's, it's come from a lot of conversations. <laughs> <laughs> so a I've lot of got people, it over here next to me all the time. <laughs> so a lot of people really struggle with this next segment, Jeremy. Now, I don't know if that, if, if you're going to fall into that category or not. Yeah. 
But are you ready to play some trivia? Let's do it. Runs Podcast Town. All right, Jeremy, I am going to ask you a question from one of these six categories. Science. Do I have to answer in the form of a question? You do not. (laughs) Science, arts, history, general, entertainment, or geography. I'm going to let you know I win Jeopardy nightly in the privacy of my own home. All right. I'm excited to see what how this turns out. <laughs> Science, arts, history, general, entertainment, or geography. Which category right. would you like? Let's go with history. All right. History. Which famous work did Thomas Paine write? Common Sense. Sure. Yeah. Very good. Let's do another one. Um, science, arts, general, entertainment, or geography? Geography. Geography. What city is nicknamed the waterfall capital of the world? What city is nicknamed the waterfall capital? Of the world. I have no idea. Correct answer is Hamilton, Ontario. Yeah, I would have had no idea. (laughs) I was thinking maybe Niagara, New York, but there's only one there. So, you know, whatever. All right. One more. Science, general. Um, Let's do either science or general. Let's go with general because I feel like science, I'd have no clue. All right. What 1996 Olympic event had two U.S. squads playing each other for the gold medal? What 1996 Olympic event had two U.S. squads playing each other for the gold medal? Volleyball. If I were mean, I would buzz you, but... It is volleyball. Very good. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, what's like, you know, basketball, they can't play themselves. You know what I mean? Like, like, I think baseball was an Olympic sport at that point, And then they brought it back. So like volleyball seems like the only logical option since 96 was a summer Olympics year. It was Atlanta. Very good. That is impressive, Jeremy. Impressive. <laughs> so. Well, the other thing that is impressive when you're talking about podcasting is actually being able to figure out how to grow your audience. Mm-hmm. How have you been able to do that? Hmm. Well, there's a couple different ways on that. Like one is when I'm creating content, I try to create things that are unique and, and native to the platform. So like LinkedIn, we were writing long form written content has been a really big deal. Um, it used video used to be like a really great thing for there. It's just not as great as it used to be. Um, we're doing a lot with Instagram stories. It's been really good. Um, but I'm also finding as well, like having unique interviews does really help. And I don't mean like unique guests. I mean, unique things you ask them and conversations and things like that. Like don't ask them the same things. Everybody asks them. That's really helped. Um, what else have we done? Um, like we did a, the jump to video about eight months ago and that also really helped as well because YouTube is the, um, I think it's like the second largest search engine after Google and it's still owned by Google. 
Um, so that's been a really big deal is just doing more video and doing a better job with the video and video can be tough, right? Because like, if you do it, you have to do a good job with it or people aren't going to want to watch it. Um, so like this camera actually here that I'm using right now, this is a Logitech Brio 4k. Um, it's like like $180 camera, which is great. Um, and then I use it with an app called webcam settings. So I can change the white balance and all that kind of stuff. So it, it looks pretty, you know, pretty decent. Um, so like having high quality video has been a really big deal too. Awesome. Um, so dig a little bit deeper in the, um, you mentioned you create content that is unique to the platform. What other mm-hmm. things are you thinking about when you're uh, considering what type of content to create for the respective platform? Well, cause I, th- I think what a lot of people do, right, is they create one piece of content and they try to use it everywhere because like some influencer somewhere told them that was a good idea. And what you really need to take a look at is like, you know, Instagram, it, it needs to be really heavy on like, quality of the image if you're going to use a, 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 a photo or if you're going to do a video it has to be something that communicates to somebody um, that's probably scrolling Instagram with the mute button on right like so so the big large captions and stuff like that jump cuts are really important so like you know that's important stories are also I'm finding more and more important and I didn't initially do them um, because a lot of people are browsing through them you know once again on mute so you need like captions you need jump cuts things like that so you have to realize like when a user is using that platform, what things are they doing, right? Um, and then when you're writing content on LinkedIn, I, um, I tend to do it in, in a story for, uh, format. There's like 1,300 characters to a LinkedIn post. And when you see a, a pure text LinkedIn post, you get like three lines and there's a little button that says see more to see the rest of the post. So you have to realize that those three lines are really, really valuable. And that's where you're going to have something surprising, shocking, um, an interesting fact, like something that's really going to grab people's attention to get them to read the rest of your story. Um, and you also skip lines in between as well, because you have to realize like most users are using LinkedIn on mobile. So if you have big block text, they can't read it. So it has to be like in a way that people can read it quickly and catch their attention, make it easy to read. So like those are the kind of things I'm thinking about. And like also at the same time, like on LinkedIn and Facebook, those platforms hate links, right? Because LinkedIn and Facebook want you to stay on their platforms. They don't want you to go anywhere. So a lot of times as well, you have to get creative with how you're using the link. You can't put it in the post. You know, you can either link it in the comments. You can um, somehow put something in the image to send people there, whatever it is. But like, you don't want to link directly in the post because you are going to drive down your traffic and they're literally going to show it to nobody. I feel like we should send you an invoice for, or you should send us an invoice for that. So that was really, really good. Thank you so much for <laughs> for those tips. Cool, um, man. So you've obviously you've been podcasting for a while, and you wouldn't be doing it if you didn't get value from it. What What do you get from your show? How do you get value from your from your show? So I, I look at the show itself as kind of like you know, a PR vehicle that promotes everything else I'm doing. So we have a PR firm that helps people get placed on podcasts. Um, so really, like, it creates attention for me and notoriety for me in the space. Um, so it's so like, that's a really big deal. The other thing as well is the high level networking, like you get to talk to a lot of people that you wouldn't get to talk to otherwise. So that's been, you know, a really big deal in that way. And then selfishly, there's the part of me that's a nerd and gets to talk to a lot of people that like I admire, like, you know, I, I, I'm a huge Yankees fan. So when I got to talk to Nick Swisher, I was like really excited and things like that. Or, or we had uh, former Eagles Hall of Famer Brian Dawkins on the show. And that was kind of cool because like I remember watching, you know, Weapon X play back in the day. So it's like, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff like that just selfishly is kind of cool. Fantastic. So, Jeremy, are you ready to play our final bonus round? Let's do it. 
This segment is called Truth and Lies. You're going to tell me three things about yourself, two of them true, one of them is going to be a big fat lie. My job is to guess which one of those things is the lie. I'll give you a second and then we'll play. All right, I'm ready. Um, I pulled an 80,000 pound army tank. I have a pet pig and Packers running back Aaron Jones is my neighbor. Okay. Uh, so give me those once more. Pulled 80,000 pound. I pulled an 80,000 pound army tank. Okay. Um, I have a pet pig. Okay. And Packers running back Aaron Jones is my neighbor. Uh, let's see. So I did a, a little bit of research on you. So I think you did actually pull a, an 80,000 pound army tank. You look like the kind of guy. No. Uh, well, oh, this one's tripping me up. I, you look I like the you, type man, of I can, guy. I can told you I can do this you, on the fly, man. You look like the type of guy that would have a pet pig. Uh, I'm going to go with. Aaron Jones, was it? Yeah, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is... <laughs> I feel like this is going to be wrong. Um, no, I'm going to change my answer. I think Aaron Jones is your neighbor, and you do not have a pet pig. My pet pig's name is Remington, and Aaron Jones is not my neighbor. Oh, <laughs> darn it. I was I was doing so good the past few episodes, and now I just bombed. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you know, number number thirty three is leading the league in touchdowns, but he is not my neighbor. <sighs> All right, well, Jeremy, thank you so much for taking some time out. I know you're extremely busy, so I, I certainly do appreciate you uh, sharing some of your uh, tips and tricks with us, and uh, being a good sport, being awesome at trivia, and causing me to fail at truths and lies <laughs> <laughs> absolutely man so if people want to reach out connect with you uh learn more about your podcast and uh, your business how can they do that yeah so they can check out anything on the podcast side over at jeremyryanslate.com or on the business side over at commandyourbrand.com awesome awesome thank you again sir absolutely man thanks for having me Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Podcast My Brand. If you got value from the show, join our email list for show updates and exclusive tips on building trust, growing influence, and increasing authority with your podcast brand. Thanks again, and we'll talk with you next time.